Hi from me, this is George again at Tech Talk Central. I'm here with John Lund from uh, at PayPal. John is the Global Director of Developer Relations. Hi, John. Hello. So it's great to have you here. So um, payments, uh, mobile payments is one of the hot topics uh, at this uh, year's MWC. Not just these years, I dare say. I mean, we've been uh, a lot of debate, a lot of discussion about payments for a while now. Uh, quite a few announcements uh, from PayPal and PayPal partners, right? So maybe we should start from that. Sure, I think, I mean, there's a couple of very cool announcements. The first thing is um, Samsung announced um, with us on Monday night that the new Samsung Galaxy S5 mm -hmm. um, is going to allow you to pay with PayPal using your fingerprint. So um, that means any, any site that you go to um, that traditionally you would have clicked on the PayPal button, put in the username and password, you can now go to that same site and just... Um, use your fingerprint to pay, mm -hmm. so it's, mm -hmm. it's kind of cool and futuristic. Um, the other thing that we, uh, of course, announced is um, the Samsung Galaxy Gear 2 watch um, actually now allows you to check in and pay with PayPal directly from the watch. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think there was also the collaboration with Deutsche Telekom, sure. right? So with Deutsche Telekom, um, you're, you're now able, if you um, have a mobile phone with Deutsche Telekom, to actually pay for digital goods um, directly from your, your, your cell phone um, and have that uh, billed to your carrier bill. Mm -hmm. So we add Deutsche to 250 other carriers that, that we have in our network. All right. Um, so, um, I mean, as I mentioned, I mean, M payments um, has been a hot topic for a while, right? So what do you think have been the main reasons, the main um, impeding, if you want, uh, factors uh, that we haven't seen such a wide uh, explosion of payments. And I'm saying that realizing that there has been almost a doubling in in payments uh, users for the last uh, year or so, right? Yeah, so I mean, I think the first thing is getting the form factor right. Mm -hmm. um, there's been a lot of, of fighting around NFC, who, who owns what, who runs NFC, who is, uh, who's in charge, whether it's the carrier, the phone operator. And what got forgotten in all of this is the consumer. Like, <laughs> do they care? And I don't think they exactly. do. <laughs> so um, I think from, you know, we, we jokingly call NFC, we call it not for commerce. Because we, we, we believe it's a, a piece of technology that's not solving any problems. It's making a transaction five, six seconds quicker. Who cares? Um, so actually, what, what, when we look at M payments and, and making a mobile payment, we're actually looking at making your life better mm -hmm. and making life better for the consumers. And, and you know, what we're doing with check-in, what we're doing with Beacon um, is basically making the payment bit go away. Because yeah. when, when you go shopping... What's the worst bit of shopping? It's paying, right? And the stupid thing about it is they make you queue to do it. So, like, that's crazy. So, lose the queue, lose the payment, just do it in a simple way and have the shop assistant actually help you buy the things you need to buy. Great, great. And it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's the case, isn't it? I mean, it's, it's rarely technology the problem, right, behind things. Exactly. It's mostly like politics or regulations or things like that. <laughs> so, um, uh, just actually, before we go into into my next question um, regarding the the fingerprint uh, announcement uh, for the S5 announcement with Samsung, mm -hmm. so is this um, something that you expect we should expect to see in other platforms anytime so soon? So we're not exclusive. We're talking to mm -hmm. a variety of different um, you know manufacturers about 
doing something similar, if, if not exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one way to pay. And I think the way that PayPal has designed our system is we allow you to authenticate yourself in a variety of different ways. Um, mm-hmm. You know, with, with Beacon, that's through low energy Bluetooth. Um, with, with the Venmo Touch, that's actually using your phone as a token. With the S5, it's using your fingerprint. But um, mm-hmm. the, the, the truth is the risk, the clever, the security is all on the PayPal side. And what we're looking for is something that make your life more convenient, not necessarily more secure because we have no problem with security. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, you're head of developer relations, so I think it, it makes sense to move the discussion towards the, the developer side of things, right? So uh, if there's something that uh, there is an abundance of in this MWC is uh, the number of hackathons and developer uh, uh, like events and developer programs announcements and uh, y- you name it basically, mm-hmm. right? Everyone and their, and their dog has a new developer program. So it seems to me that uh, the, the, the companies are just start to realize uh, the difference, what happens because of the new era, if I dare say, of, of the ecosystem economies, right? You need an ecosystem, not just like a product and, and a user. Um, and uh, PayPal has been actually at the forefront of that, right? I mean, you, you, had a, you have a developer program for, for a while now. Um, but uh, I'll put, a, I'll put a, a full stop there. So, What's two questions actually? So, a what is um, uh, the current situation uh, as far as PayPal is concerned in terms of uh, programs and incentives for developers? But also, your view in this uh, trend that I mentioned of uh, of companies trying to catch up with creating developer communities. So it's it's very interesting. I mean, I think you, you say open standards always win in the end, mm-hmm. right? And I think uh, big companies are, are realizing now they can't control everything. I think also mm-hmm. it's interesting if you look at the success stories that have come out of Silicon Valley, have come out of, of the this, you know, whether it's a boom or the success, every single company was started by a developer, was not started by a business guy. <laughs> so, I mean, you, you need to be, uh, you know, pretty stupid if you're the CEO of a company, you don't realize developers are now important. Um, the, the point is you can't build everything yourself, even if you believe you can. And the only way you're going to keep up is by enabling developers to build on what you've got. Now, the trick is to get them interested. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, making sure that there's something in it for them that will keep them excited and interested. And that's not always ov- always obvious. And some people's developer programs I've, I've seen around, like, um, why would I get excited by this? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, you know, there's a lot of choice as a developer out there, what you can do and how you can do it. Um, and um, just because someone thinks you should doesn't necessarily mean you will because you've, you've got many other things you can be doing with your time. And there's only 18 million developers in the world, right? There's not right. that many. <laughs> and growing, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So um, speaking of developer programs and developer incentives, um, how does PayPal... Uh, what is was what do you believe is PayPal's role in uh, the the quest for monetization for developers? Sure, the, the holy grail, if I dare say. So we want we want to make it easy to move money, mm-hmm. and and that's and we want to build a platform that makes it easy for you as a developer to make your business model work. And that's not always one person buying from one person. That might be one mm-hmm. person buying from many people or many people buying from one person. It might be moving money in, in installments, in groups. It, it might be a variety of different things. And the truth is we have no idea what the next business model will be, right? <laughs> and neither does anyone. So you've just got to build a very flexible payment platform, and that's what we've built to allow things like cr- 
crowdfunding to happen to allow marketplace trading you know the sharing economy is what every hot startup is working on at the moment and that's not always obvious like i want to lend you my lawnmower and i'm going to charge you for it what happens if you break my lawnmower mm. and like and, and all this stuff needs to fit together with you know, a company like paypal that understands buyers and sellers and protects consumers I think yeah, I think it's quite interesting that you mentioned like business models and the disruption that takes place at the moment. As I I think um, uh, I had this discussion also with with Andreas Constantino uh, yesterday from Vision Mobile, and we were saying actually that um, there is an ongoing disruption uh, because of uh, the new uh, state, let's say, of this internet of everything. You know, all mm-hmm. those devices that become connected, all those uh, previously. Uh, dispersed uh, businesses and domains and economies that suddenly get, uh, you know, touch points with each other. And uh, players that couldn't enter an industry now can do that. So one thing, uh, we see two disruptions there, and I'd like to have your your opinion on that too. Uh, One disruption is what I just mentioned, that uh, companies from one domain suddenly get a foothold into another domain, Right, uh, you name it. I mean, it could be like anything: automotive, the IoT, or home automation, or the smart cities, the connected. You name it again. And um, of course, the other big disruption is this um, sudden availability of this huge amount of data. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I, I personally don't like too much the, the term big data, so I try to avoid it <laughs> as much as I can, um, which, of course, uh, creates uh, the need for, uh, for um, smarter solutions in terms of how you manage this information. Um, but to, to connect that with our discussion about, about payments, obviously this also creates, uh, I don't want to use the word disruption again, but it creates a new environment uh, a completely new configuration as far as payments mm-hmm. or, uh, w- with the loose meaning of the term exchanging money mm-hmm. uh, between different devices and domains. Exactly. I mean, I think the amazing thing and what's really changed, I mean, even in my my career as a developer is I can go you know, to my hotel room now with a laptop and set up a business this afternoon. Mm-hmm. And it's that easy. I don't need to own anything. Um, I, I can, and as a developer in the mindset of a developer, I'm always trying to get rid of inefficiency. So I look at something, I think that is stupid. We need to make that more efficient. And that, that mindset and that ease of setting up a business has changed absolutely everything. Someone mm-hmm. thought hailing a cab was too much work. So they created a, <laughs> a companies like Uber and Halo, you know, and it's really nice. People are looking at, you know, airport parking is too complicated. So they, you know, they've created companies like Silvercar. And it's really now like the, the taboos of you can't do that. That's someone else's job. Yeah. It's gone away. Like yeah. I, I couldn't actually go anywhere and mess with anyone's business model <laughs> and do it really easily with very little risk to me. Um, and, you know, one fact stands that money, if money's involved and people are paying for stuff, people really like their money. They really mm-hmm. care about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to mess with people's money. So you've got to make sure that's done in a safe and secure way. True, true indeed. Um, so, uh, moving into a completely different topic, actually, about um, uh, M payments, and uh, uh, I, I, I think that um, uh, some of the most uh, important uh, regions when it comes to M payments uh, have been, I don't want to use the word traditionally, but uh, they have been the uh, developer uh, development. Uh, developing, that's the right word, developing and emerging uh, countries. I mean, uh, as far as I know, there are quite a few countries where the um, 
M-payment subscribers are more than the people who have bank accounts, right? Mm -hmm. They're probably something around 10, I think, yeah. right? Uh, but um, uh, as far as I understand, things like micropayments are also there disrupting the economies, which is pretty much the same. But I think it's a, it's a very different landscape than we've seen in, in Western countries right mm -hmm. now in, in M-payments, right? So uh, do you think that we're going to see a similar... This, this disruption is going to move to developed countries in the same way, in different way? I mean, what we see happening in emerging countries, like with the micropayments and the SMS space, for example, payments and things like that? So, no, I don't. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think it's going to come the other way. And I think, you know, some of these things have been around for a few, quite a number of years mm -hmm. now. Sure, yeah. um, I think they're solving a particular local problem. Mm -hmm. um, and that problem is, you know, it's cash-based economies, um, you know, Before some of these things came around, people used to tape notes to the outside of bottles of Coke and send them with taxi drivers. Um, it, it was a very inefficient system that wasn't working. And using SMS and you know very very basic phones, they were able to actually partially solve that problem. We don't have those same problems in developed mm -hmm. countries. We have we have bank accounts that work fine. We have things like cards that work okay. Um, and, and so you're not solving a problem if you bring it here. But you actually start to look at where the problem is. And, you know, for me, cash is a problem. It's expensive. It makes holes in my pocket. It falls down the back of my sofa. It, mm -hmm. It's, it's mm -hmm. stupid. So you can solve the cash problem in a different way in the, in the West. And you look at things like uh, Venmo, which is one of the mm -hmm. companies we bought. Um, Venmo has a way of, you know, paying your friends or, or the people around you using your social network. So it's connected social networking to payments. And that's how you use cash, right? You know, I owe my friend, you know, I can look on his social network and say, like, he, he supports Barcelona, he's married to Jane, and he owes me $5. Yeah. Um, and, and that's it brings actually yeah. that, that into the conversation and allows... It's very viral because I can now pay him $5 instantly or he can pay me $5 instantly or I can send it to another friend. And, and people just use that more and more. And you think, why would I need cash now if I can pay with, you know, a PayPal check-in transaction yeah, yeah. and I can pay my friends through a, a very cool social app? Why do I need cash? Mm. Um, different, different way of doing things. <laughs> so considering that, yeah, so maybe focus too much on the payment side, which, of course, you're absolutely right. It's not a disruption that is going to move, but maybe the banking sector is at the moment actually at the disruption overall and, and, and the overall... Uh, absolutely. They're massively. <laughs> yeah. I mean, banking yeah. and, you know, through, you know, I have to say, fault of their own, they, they let us all down. Yeah. Um, and I think that suddenly opened up, which was sort of a holy thing. No one messes with the banks. And mm. everybody's like, actually, no, no we're going to mess with the banks now. <laughs> and you're seeing um, financial disruption on all areas. You're seeing financial disruption on credit, lending... Um, you're seeing financial disruption and things like money movement, uh, foreign money exchange. It's all coming yeah. from developers. And really, a lot of um, the only thing no one's disrupted yet is the current account, you know, getting your salary in and paying your bills. No one's disrupted that yet, but everything else is under attack. And, and, and speaking of banking, what's, what's your take in, um, in uh, the, the, the sudden growth and fall of Bitcoin and what has been happening in the last few months and S weeks, actually? Yeah, I mean, I think... You know, we've said all along, like, I mean, I have a Bitcoin miner in my loft. Mm. I've had one for a number <laughs> of years. I, I love the mass behind Bit Bitcoin. I love, I love the concept. But we've, we've been saying for a while now, it's just not ready for mass market. It's not ready as a currency that you could buy and sell something. So, for example, if I was selling I know, a, a, a can of, of, of soft drink on my website and I'm charging Bitcoins, How the hell do I do that? Because it might be worth five euros now and it might be worth 500 euros in 10 minutes' time. It's not 
able, you're not able to run a business on it. And unfortunately, until it stabilizes and becomes stable, it's not something that you know PayPal could work with. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know how you do that without regulation. I really don't. Yeah, yeah. So yet another thing that is not a technology issue, <laughs> right? <laughs> so this was John Lunn, uh, Global Director of Developer Relations for PayPal. John, thank you very much. Thank you.